Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by our friends over at SG World. If you are ever in need of innovative, useful, and problem-solving safety products, join me in supporting a great company and just a great bunch of folks at SG World. You can find the link down below in the show notes to let them know that the Hop Nerd sent you. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. bringing you another episode of the Hop Nerd Podcast. Before we jump into today's episode, do me a favor, head over to the website www.thehopnerd.com. You can find all kinds of cool stuff there. You can get into contact with me. You can book some time with me. I mean, you can find the books, the podcast, uh, videos, all, like everything, like everything that's going on, you can pretty much find at www.thehopnerd.com. Make sure that you follow along on all things social media. LinkedIn is probably the most handy dandy way to kind of see what I I've got cooking in my world, probably the second most easiest way to get into contact with me besides the website. So make sure you go follow along. It's just Sam Goodman. You'll see my ugly mug. There's a hop nerd page. There's a safety sucks page. There's all kinds of stuff that we've got over there that you can follow along. A big part of that now is I've been doing these weekly show companions and they're kind of my thoughts. They're kind of my notes. They're even stuff that I've thought of after the podcast. They usually come out a couple days after the podcast drops. And it's got a bunch of personal stuff in there, too, what I've got going on. It's got pictures of the family. It's got expanded thoughts and ideas or maybe ideas that I've had after releasing the podcast. So make sure you go subscribe to that on LinkedIn. It's pinned to the top of my page. If you go to those that featured post thing, you can subscribe to it right there. Or you can check it out at the website. I posted over there on the blog along with some other things, just thoughts, things that I want to write or share little snippets from the books and all kinds of stuff. So make sure you check all that stuff out. I greatly appreciate it. Make sure you like, share this podcast, review it, um, subscribe to it, whatever you can do. All those little like buttons and bells and whistles and dangalangs that you can like do for the podcast. That helps us way more than you could ever imagine. It literally keeps the lights on around here. As I like to say, it helps us to continue to bring you this content. If you're a weekly listener, if you're constantly kind of following this thing through as they drop, you know that we're starting down this path of better caring for ourselves as safety practitioners. If you haven't listened to the first episode, make sure you go back and do that where we start to get in to all the squishy bits, all the kind of touchy-feely stuff that we really don't like talking about. There's some really good kind of prelim information back there if you want to go and tune into that. Uh, on this particular episode today, what I really wanted to touch on, what I really wanted to dive into was just a little bit of the physical health side of things, a piece that especially as we get busy with work and we get busy with work and life trying to fit together and kind of all the other stresses and responsibilities and stuff that we've got going on. It's usually one of the first things that we neglect, myself included. We, we use that as like the payment for all the other stuff that we have going on in our lives so that we can be super successful in other things. Oftentimes we pay for it with our health. And in particular, I want to talk about weight. <laughs> And that's, that's a sensitive subject, especially nowadays, right? That's like a really controversial subject to get into, especially the health ramifications of being overweight, obese, or carrying around a few 
extra pounds. And I think where I wanted to start with this is I want to share with you a little bit of kind of my own experience and my own personal journey with being overweight, carrying around in some of the more extreme cases, a lot of extra weight. So allow me, allow me to kind of take you back into my past. Let's go like way, 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 way back there. Um, and all through a good portion of my kind of youth and then into high school, I found myself always being like a little bit chubbier, you know, a little chub chub, just like a little bit bigger than most of those folks around me. And I'm short. Like if you met me in person, a lot of you have, I'm like a short person. So I'll, as I start to throw some numbers at you, keep in mind that you're talking like a guy that's like five foot seven. I'm, I'm a shorty. I'm a shorty chub chub. Right? So keep keep all that in mind as we kind of have this conversation. Um, but I always found myself through most of my life, a good portion of my life, being uh, a little bit overweight and then eventually spiraling into being a lot overweight. And so through high school, um, extra pounds, right? Kind of extra pounds, a little pudgy, a little soft around the middle, not like super obese or anything. Coming out of high school, going to college, extra stress, extra life, some more pounds, a little pudgier, a little softer around the middle, right? <laughs> so about mid-college, my father passed away, and uh, the stress from that, the stress from life, the stress from everything else, I like went to like bloated extremes. So at my heaviest, heaviest, heaviest peak weight, I was running around 330, 335 pounds. And I'll just say this, uh, that that was the last time that I looked. So it could have gone to more extremes that and if I can dig up some old pictures, I'll dig up some old pictures and try to throw them into the show companion uh, at some point. And so you can kind of get a clearer picture of what I'm talking about here. But I'm talking like F-A-T fat, like I got real big. The stress of life, trying to figure out life, trying to start life at that point as an, as an adult, the stress of losing my dad and kind of all the other things that went along with that, I bloated up that much more. Then I found myself in the industry and I bloated up that much more. Like it's, it's, you're seeing that pattern here. For me, I am very much a stress eater. And I to say that that's probably pretty common for a lot of us that carry around uh, a lot of extra weight or just a few extra pounds. Food brings me comfort for a while, for a moment, right? A little, little moment of like that, that dopamine rush of getting to like slam down like a cake or a couple of cakes or like three or four cheeseburgers or something that's just like super calorically dense that I just don't need to be shoving down my throat, but I do, right? And so I found myself at that point of being like super, super, super obese. Um, and I remember the turning point in that is I was, <laughs> I was working a job and part of that job was a physical and I remember the doctor's look when he put me on an EKG and he was taking my blood pressure and he's kind of gave me this like shocked look of like, oh my God, to the point of like he was ready to call an ambulance and telling me that like, I'm afraid you're going to die. That was a huge turning point for me in understanding that this was too extreme. I had taken things too far. I, I was not uh, taking well enough care of myself. Uh, and I did not, I did not at the ripe old age of 23, 24, 25 want to... Uh, D-I-E from being too 
F-A-T. <laughs> like, I didn't want to die at all, but especially not for being too fat, right? Something that I could, I could change, something that I could do things differently and actually take better care of myself and actually uh, find myself um, living a long and healthy life and a productive life and an active life. And that's exactly what I did. I picked things up. I kicked myself in the ass and I said, nope, no more. I'm really tired of being fat. And you, you know, anyone out there that's, that's been overweight or is overweight, you know, the depression and the anxiety that comes along with that, the self-consciousness that comes along with that. I didn't realize the mental burden that I was also carrying from being overweight in addition to all the other burdens that I was carrying from normal stress and life and anxiety and kind of all those things that come along with being alive. Um, I didn't realize it. And then I also didn't realize the physical burden that I was carrying, the huffing and puffing going up the steps, the kind of doing the, 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 the fat dude waddle right up and down the steps or the fat dude rock back and forth to get off the couch kind of thing. You know what I'm talking about? Or the fat dude flop, right? Where like, I can't sit down. So I just kind of flop down. And once I flop down, it's hard to get up. So I kind of go here. Maybe my chair will squeak and get like, you kind of do like that to like rock yourself back up onto your feet. Right? The uh, struggles like the trying to tie your shoes kind of thing. You know, all the all the horrific things that come along with being um, being of that size, you know, um, the weirdness on planes, the weirdness in tiny cars, like all the little stuff that's just not not fun. I didn't realize that until I started to lose weight. I didn't realize like like all oh, clothes aren't horrible. I was just like really fat and couldn't find any clothes that were not horrible, right? Oh, planes aren't horrible. Oh, I, it's much less horrible when I get to uh, like fit in them. Right? Little, little cars are kind of cool when you can fit in them. So I went down this path of cutting out a lot of the garbage from my diet. I didn't start on a diet. And I think that's a fair point to say here. And I want to preface all this too. I probably should have done this at the beginning, but I am not a doctor. I'm not a weight loss expert. I am not any of those things. You should not take any of my advice. This is all just conversation. If you want to seek losing weight or doing anything with your health, body, or mind, you should seek a licensed and qualified professional, and I am not one of those things. I hope that that is clear enough. Um, so I'm just sharing with you some of my lived experience here. But I, I started out going on a on not a diet. I'm just like, okay, I kind of have an idea of what healthy food looks like. I kind of have an idea of maybe what those things look like. I'm inexperienced at this point. I have no idea what I'm doing, um, but I have a thought of what those things look like. And I know that like green stuff is good. And like, I know that like sugary stuff is bad and like super like fatty stuff is probably not great for you. Uh, and all those kind of things. Like, so I kind of started on just that generic approach of like, I'm going to eat more green stuff and I'm not going to drink all I'm Southern, right? So I'm not gonna drink all that freaking sweet tea. I'm going to cut out sweet tea. I'm going to exchange it for unsweet tea. Uh, I'm going to uh, not eat all those biscuits and gravy in the morning. Like I'm going to do something a little different, maybe a couple eggs, right? Uh, just like a couple instead of like six eggs and like three biscuits and like a gallon of gravy, hamburger gravy to be exact. Um, for those of you that don't know, that do not know what hamburger gravy is, come on now. You got to get out there and, and, and experience some delicious food <laughs> as we talk about dieting here. But so I just started with, with that and, and, and just moving a little bit more, just a touch more. I was way too insecure, way too self no self-confidence, lacking self-confidence. I, I could not go to the gym. I would just, I would crumble and die if I went to the gym at this point in my life. Um, so I started down this path of just eating less and trying to move a little bit more. 
Um, at the point in this process, I acquired a treadmill, which I know many of us do, and then they become the, like the, the shelving unit or the hangers for our clothes. Um, but I, I, I didn't allow it to do that. I just wanted something that was easy and doable because anything at this point would be better than what I had, had been doing in the past. So I jump on this treadmill and I try to do that for like 10 minutes a day. And then that becomes 15. And then I kind of got it up to about 20 and just walking at just a reasonable pace and just like chug a lug a lugging, walking 20 minutes, three miles an hour, you know, trying to get like a mile uh, every single day. And weight started to fall off of me. Weight started to fall off of me. And then so part of that led me down this kind of nerd path of like, okay, well, if this is working, what works better? And then I would try something, you know, nothing too far off base from where I was at, nothing crazy or extreme or a faddish kind of, you know, diet of any kind. But I'll try a little bit of this and I'll try a little bit of that. And then I then I got a couple weights for the house and started doing that. And I'm like, oh, this is fun. Like, this is cool. And then losing more weight and losing more weight and losing more weight and getting just like in better shape in general. And then I started going to the gym and found this ultimate stress relief for me, something that I continue to use to this day as just an amazing stress reliever for me uh, daily, like almost every single day. Um, not so much than walking on the treadmill. I do that because I gotta, because, uh, yeah, I gotta. <laughs> but it's not the fun part. I like lifting weights, and that led me to go from 300 and almost 40-ish pounds plus all the way down to under 200 over the course of a couple of years. And I want to say that that's, this was a couple of years worth of weight loss, not fast, not, I guess, extreme, but not fast and kind of fast, I guess, for the amount that we're talking about, but a couple of years in this process. And that continued to snowball. I found myself getting into powerlifting, something that I'm still extremely passionate about today. And we'll touch on that kind of, I guess, as we go through this to where I'm at currently, um, but I did that and I held that for a really long time and I held that up and down, up and down, you know, you know, kind of know how that goes. You have, you have a little fatter seasons and a little lighter seasons and that's probably okay. Um, but every time that I would gain a little more than what I think I needed, I would go back to being just a little bit more, just a little bit more, uh, uh, uh controlled in what I was eating a little bit more disciplined and going a little harder at the gym, adding in a little bit more cardio. And I maintained that for, for years and years. Uh, and what hurt me more recently than anything else was the pandemic. Our gyms were closed for a significant amount of time, so I lost my stress reliever, probably more uh, importantly than the actual act of the exercise itself. And I'm sitting on the couch living off a of DoorDash, me and Jarrell, right? <laughs> we're like living off a of DoorDash sushi and uh, Mexican food and like anything else that just sounds good. Like we, we, we love sushi and we love ordering from our favorite Chinese spot. And so we're just like down in this food and down in this food and not moving and not moving and working from home. And so over the course of that, I added about at the peak of it, about 50 pounds to my normal weight. Right. So that brought me up my, my, about my kind of normal, happy weight for me personally, carrying some extra power lifter in muscle mass is sitting somewhere around 200 to 210 pounds ish cutting down when I feel like I want to get a little leaner, you know, vacation time and adding to that when it's just focusing on slinging heavy weights. Um, but I found myself up to about 250 pounds, a little over at the peak of that, right as we were starting to get towards uh, maybe past the peak of our lockdowns and pandemic stuff. And so since then, I've been slowly, slowly working on pulling that weight off now that the gym's are open now that we're back to being able to do a lot of those things that we uh, need to do for our health. 
And I'm proud to say that from that 250 pounds, um, and you guys might even remember back to maybe some of our cardio chats when I was on the bike starting this process way back when, you know, a year or so ago, I've dropped down to about 220-ish, 225-ish right now, which is good. So I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there slowly. And I'm, I'm, I've done it through that kind of discipline that we're just talking about, like not eating out nearly as much, cooking at home, eating the food that I know is like super good for me. Um, I'm, I'm a tracker. I'm, I'm a nerd. I'm a bit of a tracker with that stuff. So I really enjoy doing stuff like MyFitnessPal and like scanning barcodes. And I'm sure everyone out there pretty much knows MyFitnessPal at this point. And if you don't, you should check it out. It's super duper awesome. What, have you been living under a rock? Come on, man. But it's super duper awesome, super duper handy. And that's how I found it easiest to be disciplined is I know what I should be eating. I know that there is a certain amount of calories that I should be eating. And I don't always track those things. But when I am in a season in which I know that I need to lose weight, right now I would like to lose about another 25 pounds or so. And I use that. And I step up the cardio a little bit. I, I, the gym is the easy part for me, not the cardio part. The slinging weights is the fun, easy part for me. So I enjoy doing powerlifting stuff. I enjoy doing just kind of uh, meathead weightlifting kind of stuff. I love bench pressing. Uh, one of the few things in life that I say athletically that I am better than most at, and this is not a brag or anything like that, it's just something that I, that I, I, I rarely say out loud, but bench pressing is one of the things that I am very, very good at. Uh, I used to be very, very good at squatting and deadlifting, but with a bad back, there's my excuse for it, but I really do every, every time I try, I throw my back out. So I poured all that effort and powerlifting energy into having and building and continuing right now, continuing to build as strong of a bench press as I can. That's my that's my meathead showing. That's my gym rat showing. But I love I love that stuff. So continuing to do those things, just a little bit better every day, a little bit harder, a little bit more intensity every single day, trying to get just a little bit more tuned in on my diet every single day, trying to eat those things that I know are good for me and support those goals as much as I can with a little slip here and a little slip there because that's life, right? That's life. That's normal. And it's working. And I'm slowly starting to get back to that point. And what I'm enjoying the most about that is that I'm starting to feel more like me. And being fat, being skinny, nothing like that necessarily immediately makes you happy or will make you a happy person by itself. Right. But I do find myself when I am on the extreme ends of either one of those kind of weights of just being depressed, not feeling like me, unhappy, you know. And so getting myself back to my happy medium is always super duper important. And what I've found, too, is just I just generally feel better back to the point about when I was like super fat, like like super pudge pudge. Right. Um, my knees don't hurt. My back does not hurt. I, I don't huff and puff. I don't, I'm not like sweaty fat guy, like all those things. Um, those are all massive benefits. You know, if I've, I've done blood work when I was super fat and it looks like a train wreck, I do blood work right now when I'm in the middle and it looks like less of a train wreck. I do blood work when I'm like, uh, and this is a pro tip, like you should do like blood work, just saying, especially over a certain age, pro tip, pro tip. You don't got to back to me, not being a doctor, but you should, you should do that. And you should review that with your healthcare professional. You should view, you should review that with those folks that are trying to help you live a long and healthy life. You should do it with some frequency. 
uh, just to kind of keep an eye on things. You should be checking your blood pressure. You should be doing those things. You should be checking your blood sugar. You should be doing those things. Things that I neglected for a long time, uh, young and dumb, right? That as you get older and fatter, you get way more concerned with. Because, you know, back in the day, starting to uh, power lift and get into these things, for me, it was about how do I look? How strong can I get? And we'd all be lying if we say that that's not still a piece of it, no matter at what age you find yourself. But the older that I get, the more that I find myself is like, I want to wake up and not feel like shit. <laughs> I want to wake up and I want to look in the mirror for sure and be like, I look pretty good. I'm happy with that. I'm like, I'm more than happy with that. But more importantly, I want to be able to get in my car without going, ah, oh, my back hurts, oh, my knees hurt, oh. as I walk into work. I want to go to work and feel good. I want to come home from work and feel good. I want to go out and have fun and feel good. And I want to feel good for a really, really long time, as long as possible. And back to this being uh, focused on us as safety practitioners, we find ourselves in that position of stress eating a lot. We find ourselves bloating ourselves to extremes with food. A lot of us do, at least. I'd say a good chunk of us. Uh, and we find ourselves paying the price through the way that we look, the way that we feel, and ultimately in our health. I, I would, and this is just completely anecdotal, but um, out of all the safety practitioners that I know, and I'm going to cut this down because I know a lot of safety practitioners. I'm, I'm thinking into the thousands now right at this point with all of you guys that reach out and we've become pretty close. Um the folks that I know more intimately, like on a very like personal level, folks that I've worked with directly in the past for extended periods of time, let's say like 20, let's just call that number 20. I would say almost half of those folks have had heart attacks <laughs> at some point in their life. I would say that probably more than half of those folks have uh, blood sugar issues. They have blood pressure issues. They have health issues. Right. And the vast majority of us are also overweight. Right. Out of that 20, I would say that like a good three quarters of that, like we're overweight, myself included in that number at this point. Our job is stressful. A lot of times we cope with it by eating and that kind of spirals out of control. It compounds. It makes things worse overall. The food feels like it helps for a second. Then the pounds start to follow. And then we feel less and less uh, confident. We feel less and less physically well, and we find ourselves kind of slowing down in our job and not being as passionate about our job and not being as physically able to do our job. When you're out walking around a site, when you're out walking around a construction site, when you're out crawling around on a power plant, when you're up and down and crawling up steps and up ladders and in any working environment that you have to walk a ton or move and you're, <laughs> we sound like a pug, you know, out, out in the Phoenix heat, <laughs> kind of walking around. Of course, that's not good. Of course, that's not good. Of course, it impedes us as being as effective in our jobs as we would hope to be. And of course, of course, it has to. It has to take some years off of our lives. It has to make things much, 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 much worse for us. Overall, we have to find better ways of dealing with their stress. And I would just encourage you um, to find out what that is. For me, that's the gym. For me, that's doing this podcast. For me, that's writing books. For me, that's spending time with Avery and Jarrell and doing the stuff that we like to do together. That, that's, that, that's what it is for me. And I would also encourage you, in addition to finding better outlets for that stress, and I'm constantly battling with it too, so 
don't take this as uh, as Sam preaching at you because I am not. I am right there with you, and probably I'm probably worse, more more worse of a stress eater than some of you. And <laughs> I, I know I know how this goes. I know what you're dealing with. I still catch myself waking up mid like half of a chocolate bar in the middle of the night as I'm standing there in the pantry. Cause I'm like, well, no, no, I gotta wake up and eat at two o'clock in the morning. Right. I, I know the struggle. Like I know how this goes, but where I was going with this is I would encourage you to seek out ways to seek out people that can help you or to seek out venture off on your own. Again, I have to tell you, I could give you the legal disclaimer to consult with your licensed healthcare provider before embarking on any type of weight loss journey, because we all know that, uh, you know, being fat won't kill you, but maybe going on a diet will. Um, so there's the disclaimer. Consult with consult with your, your licensed healthcare provider before you embark on any weight loss journey. And do not take anything that I say as advice because it is definitely not advice. But go check out some ways that maybe you can drop a couple pounds and shift your expectations. That was one of the biggest things that it took for me when I first started in dieting. I tried and failed a few times before I finally caught traction. And even when I go back on a diet, I know that I'm going to try and fail before I finally catch traction. Don't let that scare you off. You try and you fall flat on your face, get right back up. You try and you fall flat on your face, get right back up. And trust me from somebody who's super stubborn and falls flat on my face a bunch, if you do that, <laughs> if you do that with enough repetitions of that falling flat on your face, eventually you're going to catch traction and you're going to go. Right. Eventually you're going to catch traction and you're going to start to see results and, and, and you're going to go. So seek out what would work best for you. I think that's probably the most generic advice I can give you around there, but it's also the most helpful advice because, you know, me tracking calories and doing stuff like that on my fitness pal, I don't know, that might not work well for you. Maybe it is like a low carb thing. I know a ton of people that are doing the carnivore thing that love it. I know a lot of people that are on all kinds of wacky diets that they just love them. Right. So you just got to find what works best for you. But I will leave you with that idea of eating a little less and moving a little bit more. If you don't follow along with Mark Smelly Bell or all that stuff over at Super Training Gym, you should go check out Mark Bell and Super Training Gym. And they are this huge proponent of 10 minute walks of just getting up a couple times during the day and just taking a 10 minute walk. Boom. Like, how easy is that? I started doing that and yeah, it helps a ton and I'm not stuck on a treadmill. So what I'm telling you to do here is to go seek out ways that would help you, whether that's a 10 minute walk, whether that's my fitness pal, whether that's going and spending time with a nutritionist or getting a coach, getting a, a whatever, someone developing your friends group with other fat people. Cause I've done that too, where it's like, we're all fat. Let's lose weight together. Let's hold each other accountable, whatever it looks like. And you'll regain so much of your life. I regained so much of my life. I could not imagine, even though I bloated back up to 250 pounds and that's going to happen. Like that stuff's going to happen to us. We're going to go through super bad times like the pandemic. And guess what's going to happen? We're going to gain some weight when we really wish we wouldn't have. <laughs> and we're going to lose it. We're going to get through it. But coming from that 340 ish pound mark down to a, a much lower weight than probably what I should have been, to then finding myself at kind of my happy medium that averages around 200 pounds and then back up to 250 and then coming back down to hopefully average around 200 to 210 pounds. Um, I just feel better. I think that's just the thing that I want to leave you with is I just feel better. I'm better at my job. I'm better at being a dad. I can play on the playground. Right? I can play on the playground. I can run up and down the steps. I can run up and down the road. We can throw the football around. Not a soccer ball for all of my friends outside of the United States, but our, 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 our pigskin. 
We can throw that around. We can play ball. We can do cool stuff. I'm a better safety practitioner when I'm a healthier safety practitioner. And we're talking today mostly about the physical stuff and primarily around being overweight and losing weight. But I am a better safety practitioner when I am a healthier safety practitioner. I'm a better safety practitioner when I can move and I can breathe and I feel good and I'm not fatigued. I'm not worn out. I'm not sweaty fat, Sam. I'm lean and mean and there to help make the world a better place to work. I'm a better safety person, too. It makes my life a hundred times, a thousand times better being in generally good shape. You can take that to an extreme too, but do what makes you feel best, right? Get to that point to where you feel good about the way you feel, you feel good about the way you look. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. So what do you think about it? I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Sam Goodman on LinkedIn. You can slide into the DMs or thehopnerd.gmail.com or you can go to www.thehopnerd.com and use the handy-dandy contact form. I've got my phone number out there. You can text me. We can chat about it. I'd love to hear your stories, your experiences with it. That's just mine. I, I just wanted to share that story with you and maybe give you some encouragement. And that last bit of encouragement that I probably want to share, and I should have said this already, but like I'm like a natural-born fat guy. Like I'm a, I'm a fat guy, wide-waisted, white fat dude, like the wide waist, the whole thing. And if I can get in good shape, and I'm not in like world-class shape right now, I'm getting back there. But if I can do it, anybody can do it. And I know you hear that a ton, but I'm serious. Like, does it suck? Yes. Like being on a tight freaking sucks. I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. It sucks. It doesn't have to suck as bad as maybe what you think it does, but it, it kind of sucks. If you don't like going to the gym, does going to the gym suck? For sure. If you don't like getting on the treadmill, I don't like getting on the treadmill. I've been getting on this stupid stair climber lately, and fuck that thing. Excuse me. Well, no, this is, a, you know, you know the show. Fuck that thing. <laughs> that thing sucks. But I kind of got to the point where I do it because it sucks now. Right? But you can do it. And I, I'm not lying to you. I'm not bullshitting you. I'm not, I'm not coming up with some like, oh, if you just try hard enough and you just believe. But it's, you kind of sort of can. Like you put the effort into it, you can do it because I'm dead serious. If my fat ass who loves everything food and I can't think of a food that I do not like, I really cannot. I love it and I love a lot of it. If I can do it, you can too. So I want you to walk away from this thing knowing that if you do need to lose five pounds, if you need to lose a hundred, maybe it's more, like a lot more, you can with enough time with enough effort and going out and seeking out those, that, that knowledge. And for me, it was seeking out that knowledge that made that process. It still sucked, but suck a whole lot less while going through it. Those little tips and tricks, you can absolutely 100% make it happen. And it will result not only in you looking better, feeling better, but it will result in your job being easier, your life being easier, just waking up. And, and not feeling some of those aches and pains. I mean, you hear the stories of some of the folks and almost the miracles, it seems, that come from losing weight where they don't have diabetes anymore. They don't have high blood pressure anymore. Those things are absolutely real. And you can do it as well. So that's, that's the biggest thing I want to leave you with. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to continue down this journey of how we care for ourselves. And I'm on this journey right there with you. As I said, 
I'm working on my mental health. I'm working on my physical health. I don't have all the answers. I'm trying to figure it out. So I want to share some of these stories with you. I want to get some of those stories from you. If you want to come on the podcast and talk about anything like this while we're going through this mini series, or you want to come on and talk about hop stuff or any of the other stuff that we obviously dive into, I just felt that this was timely. I felt that this mini series is needed. Uh, especially with where many of us are at, especially as work stresses are starting to pick back up and many of us are going back to the workforce and in some cases layoffs are right around the corner or have already happened and stress, uh, again, that is just the thing that eats me up. Uh, I guess makes me eat everything else up. <laughs> that's that's really the big thing. I just felt that this was timely to do this. So we'll continue on next week. We'll continue chugga, 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 choo-choo and down this path of how we can better care for ourselves as safety practitioners, as folks that work in a highly demanding and highly stressful work world. If you haven't listened to the, the first episode, go back and do that now. Until next time, Sam Goodman, the Hot Nerd, signing off. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>